Kimberly Buanji from BA. This is a Rorschach Malawi update from the 24th of November 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. The country's yearly headline inflation rate reached almost 27% in October. This is the highest it has been in nine years. The last time Malawi experienced such inflation was in 2013, during Joyce Banda's administration. This news is disheartening for many people because the Reserve Bank of Malawi tightened the policy rate twice this year alone, but it didn't work. It's also worrying for a lot of locals because it means they will continue to face sky-high prices for commodities, especially food. On the bright side, on Tuesday the 22nd, the International Monetary Fund, or IMF, approved a Rapid Credit Facility, or RCF, worth 88 million US dollars under the food shock window, quote, to help Malawi address urgent balance of payment needs related to the global food crisis, unquote. Despite this, The IMF resident representative, Farai Gwenhamo, said the country still needs to resolve economic challenges such as a rising inflation rate and the foreign exchange shortage, which have affected the availability and affordability of commodities like fuel. The IMF said it approved the RCF because of the looming food insecurity, which has been caused by, quote, multiple tropical storms, below average crop production, and increasing prices for food and agricultural inputs such as fertilizer and seed, unquote. They said due to these factors, about 20% of the population is projected to be acutely food insecure from October 2022 to March 2023. There are rumors that one of the IMF's conditions for the RCF was that Malawi devalue its kuacha yet again. This has caused panic amongst many locals. Some people are applauding the National Oil Company of Malawi, or NOKMA, for its quick replacement of its former acting chief executive officer, Helen Boluma. She was fired last week after the office of the Ombudsman declared Buluma's recruitment as, quote, irregular, unquote. She served in her position for two years instead of a few weeks or months at most, as was the initial expectation. On Friday the 28th, the NOGMA Board of Directors appointed Miklas Ruben as acting chief executive officer. Ruben was NOGMA's director of operations prior to his recruitment. Despite this development, many locals have little hope that the fuel situation will stabilize anytime soon. This is owing to the fact that there is still a lot of turbulence in NOGMA following Boluma's resignation. On Wednesday the 23rd, Buluma appeared before the Public Appointments Committee of Parliament, where she was asked to clarify some of the statements she had made during her resignation, 
where she accused some members of the NOGMA board of directors of pressuring her to sign fraudulent and dubious fuel deals. During her hearing, Buluma claimed that Colleen Samba, the NOGMA board chairperson and secretary to the president and cabinet, forced her to involve a person identified as, quote, chief, unquote, from Nigeria and a Malawian-based motivational speaker, Evalista Kamwangala, to offer them fuel contracts. She also accused the Ministry of Energy Principal Secretary, Alfonso Chikuni, the Director General for the Department of Immigration and Citizenship Services, Charles Kalumo, and the CEO for the Malawi Energy Regulatory Authority, Henry Kajaje, of asking her to play roles she was uncomfortable with in search for solutions in the current fuel shortage. She insinuated that the fuel scarcity would have been sorted weeks ago had the senior officials not been fraudulent in their dealings. A lot of people were shocked by Buluma's revelations, especially because they were backed by WhatsApp conversations and documents. Buluma's hearing has been the talk of the town since it aired on local television. Want to check it out? Follow the link in our show notes. In October, we covered a story about a mass grave some locals discovered in a forest in Mazimba district. The police found 30 dead bodies in the grave and said the victims were Ethiopians. In the latest development, the police in Lilongwe arrested Tadikira Mafupsa, stepson of the country's former president, Peter Mutharika, in connection to the mass grave. Peter Kalaya, the national police spokesperson, said Mafubza handed himself over to police at Area 30 headquarters on the afternoon of Wednesday the 23rd. He said they had, quote, strong evidence linking Mafubza to the mass grave in Mazimba, unquote. Kalaya also revealed that the police had been looking for Mavupsa for three days before he decided to hand himself over. He said the police are conducting investigations and cannot reveal any more details. However, a local newspaper said that the police have impounded a vehicle that was allegedly used to ferry people to the mass grave. A lot of people on social media are shaken by the news because Mafubsa is a socialite. Some think his connection to the mass grave is most likely an accident. Other people think Mafubsa's arrest quite interesting because two weeks ago, Peter Mutharika expressed shock at the government's silence on the mass grave. He accused the government of slacking and said, quote, Malawians and the international community deserve to know what happened to the deceased, unquote. As such, it is a shocker that his stepson has been linked to the saga. On Tuesday the 22nd, the police in Lilongwe also arrested Mustafa Timothy Misolo, an employee of telecommunications company TNM, and another man called Phonex Afiki. 
The two are being held on allegations of swindling people of millions from their mobile money accounts. A statement from Linglongwe police said that they received complaints from six people that the two may have duped. A local media house went on to reveal that three of the reviewed files showed that over six million kuacha, about $6,000, were allegedly swindled. They also said the suspects have been linked to a syndicate in Zomba Maximum Security Prison where they supply inmates with mobile SIM cards to aid their swindling activities. In more shocking news, Camusu's Central Hospital has warned people to watch out for drugging cases. On Monday the 21st, the hospital released a statement saying they had recorded multiple drug poisoning cases in the past week. They suspect the perpetrators are targeting taxi drivers especially those driving Daihatsu Mira cars, because four of the cases they treated presented a similar story. They said the perpetrators hired taxi drivers to deliver passengers to a certain location. During the ride, the passengers offer the driver a drink, which makes them drowsy and weak after a few minutes. The perpetrators then leave the driver on the side of the road and then drive off with their taxi. They have warned taxi drivers against receiving food from strangers. Students learning at the Malawi Institute of Management, or MIM, will have to wait a little bit longer to sit for the mid-semester examinations. On Tuesday the 22nd, the Institute suspended its mid-semester exams following news that some of the exam papers had leaked. Rumors say some of the leaked exams were for project management and IT. The leaked exams were conducted from Monday the 21st and were expected to finish on Wednesday the 23rd at the school's Lilongwe and Blantyre campuses. However, students will have to reseat for them at a later date. On Wednesday the 23rd, the acting executive director for MIM, Dr. Jessica Buila, said the school has since instituted a seven-day investigation into the matter. The Malawi Revenue Authority, or MRA, has moved its customs clearances office to a new location. On Saturday the 19th, The MRA informed all its clearing agents, importers, exporters, transporters and the public that they have moved their customs operations for both passenger and commercial clearance to their new offices at the Mchinji Muami one-stop border post on Monday the 21st. This means that MRA will not be processing any customs clearance at its old offices. And that's it for this week. Another quick question. How are we doing on bias? Axe grinding? We try to be independent and stick to the facts and context with favor and fear of none. How are we doing? So, do we seem even a teensy bit biased? Tell us at malawi at rorschach.com Pitani Bueno